There are some works that seem to be more than just a simple book, something strange and entirely new. Welcome mere mortals to another book review, the book reviews for those who want to transcend beyond mere mortality. And boy, do I have something a little bit strange, a little bit unusual, a little bit weird, something a little bit out of the ordinary. And it is this book here, Around the Day in 80 Worlds by Julio Cortazar, or because I read it in Spanish, La Vuelta al Día en 80 Mundos. This book was published in 1967, and it's a collection of many things. It has poetry, it has stories, it has observations, it has recommendations, it has history, it has biography, and much, much more. The book itself is obviously a play on words, so from the Jules Verne, very famous novel, Around the World in 80 Days. The book itself is mostly about art and his influences, but it does sort of feel like there is 80 worlds inside of it because it is very short, it is very sharp, it switches from one topic to the next very quickly, and it contains just so many different things within it. I wanted to give a bit more depth, a bit more information, substance about what this book is about, but it's actually quite hard because it is so slippery, so rare. So I wanted to use the author's own words, and this is translating from the Spanish. There's something here that I couldn't say explicitly, but that is in the reach maybe of, of saying something itself, of ripping itself from everything else. I have to guess that this gives us a glimpse of his soul, of his mental processes and how he views art and maybe the transcendental, those things that are beyond explanation. So this gets us nicely onto who is the author, who is Julio Cortazar. He was born in 1914 and lived until 1984, so he had a very solid 70 years in him. And if you're not watching the video, I'm decked out in my Argentinian shirt, in my boina, which is a Spanish word for beret, and wearing all of the apparel that I could find. He was Argentinian and obviously part of the Latin American boom period. So this includes other authors who I've already done reviews on, such as Gabriel García Márquez, such as Carlos Fuentes, such as Mario Vargas Llosa, and also can include people such as Juan Rufo and José Lazama Lima. I would say he was a traveler by nature, but also due to some problems occurring in Argentina, he left and expatriated to France around 1950. And this was where he really blossomed as an author and produced most of his, his great works in France. He also not only was an author, but was a translator for UNESCO. And this actually comes across quite nicely in the book because you can see he has a quite good command of English, Spanish, and French, which are all included within. He was quite experimental and would use tons of different styles. So he would experiment with poetry, with prose, with surrealism, with magic realism. And I would say all of those come across in this book. There's no particular themes in this book because he doesn't concentrate on just one thing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about art and style and how these are the playthings of a chronopio. Now you might ask yourself, what is a chronopio? So I'll give his little description of them, which is a drawing outside of the margin or a poem without rhyme. So I think it's this balance between the two extremes of, of finding maybe a middle ground. So being apathetic, but also full of energy of having madness inside of you, but also a sanity and all of these things mixed together and create a type of person. And I would say this is what a chronopio is and it's an artistic type of person. So even though I've talked a little bit about how strange and rare this book is, I should give some examples. So if you open it up and just scroll through, you'll find tons of different pictures of things that are popping up, which don't even necessarily relate to 
the mini story that is going on within the type of sketches. It's sort of, it does have that French sort of feel to it. It also is just full of different types of chapters, I guess you'd call them, short stories. They they usually go from three to sometimes 10 pages long and they will mix English, French and Spanish all up in one and not only just in a paragraph but in a bloody single line. So, you're having to switch between all these different things. I obviously don't understand French so there was some parts of the book I just had to skip out on but for the most part, it is written in Spanish and I guess if you're reading the English version, it would be English with parts of French in it. But I hear you screaming at me, Kyron, what's it actually about? What's actually in it? What's the substance? So, worry not, I'll give you a couple of examples. One is a story of his cat and his cat's name is Theodore W. Adorno and his cat has a fascination with the plants in this house and it's, I guess, like an explanation of the movements, the cores coming out, the what the colors see, what the cat feels, all these different weird stuff. Another story is of him walking through the ministries, the offices of UNESCO late at night one time and feeling the tenseness in the air, the difference between when there's tons of people there during the day and the almost silent loneliness during the night. Another one is completely different and it'll be a review or like a critique of a book by Paradiso by Jose Lezama Lima and he'll go on for 10 pages talking about why this book's so important, why all of these things are useful. Then he'll come up with a little bit of poetry. Then he'll come up with why Thelonious Monk is the best pianist of all time. Then he'll come up with a story of how he was wandering through the streets this one day. Then he'll come up with, it's just, honestly, it's really random stuff all smashed together. So if you're wanting something structured, if you're wanting something fine-tuned and with plenty of thought and themes and characters and all this sort of stuff, this is not the book for you. And I want to explain more, but I can't because it's just full of such weird different things and different styles and turns. So what I can do though is explain what it's not. So it's not rigid. It's not structured. There is no overall purpose or driving theme to the book. There is no sense making behind it. I think it's one of those ones sort of like Zen Buddhism where it simply is. So that's it. Enough of the weirdness. Let's get on to my personal observations. And I had a couple of favorite stories that jumped out at me. One was The Deepest Caress and another was An Encounter with Evil. And what I actually liked about these was I think that they were structured where they are mini stories. Definitely, they still were only maybe five to 10 pages long, but I got a good sense of what they were about. And so it showed me that, okay, even though this is a very strange book and full of weird different things, he as an author, as a stylist, stylistically, does have some really nice stories that can actually come out. As I was reading this in Spanish, I got the full dose of slang and in particular, the slang of Argentina, which is called Lunfardo. And the problem with this is that it's very difficult to find the correct translations for some of these things. So even though I had two different types of dictionaries, the physical one and my computer, there was numerous times where I would read maybe six or seven different words on a single page and just not be able to find a correct translation for any of them and just have to guess at what they were about. This obviously made the reading of the book quite difficult. If you're reading it in English, I imagine there's still some, not as many problems as you would have, but there would still be some things such as chronopios, which I imagine they'd translate directly across as chronopios, 
which still doesn't have an explanation particularly for what it is. My final observation was that his style of humor, and I would guess even say his personality, just did not sit well with me. There were so many times where I think it was a joke, but I just didn't find it funny at all. And also when he would go, I guess, be a bit hypocritical. So he would talk about how the critics, the critiques that he's getting from other people are terrible and how they are just, you know, not useful. And then he will go and critique another person's book. Or he talks about all of these books where there's just too many words in it and they're not making sense and they should cut this down and there's no structure. And then if you read this book, like it's just completely different. So maybe that's, you know, one of those meta jokes and I'm just not getting it. But for me, It just didn't come across nicely at all. So we come twisting through all the madness, through the chronopios, through the random art and feelings and sentiments. And I was a bit disappointed, to be honest. I had a lot of difficulty in understanding and not just due to the language barrier difficulties of reading in Spanish, but also due to the, the style, the makeup of the book, the rapid changes that were constantly going between the different languages, between the different styles, between the stories, like all of it just combined to make this a very disjointed book. I found it super boring in parts and I believe you also need to have a pretty extensive knowledge of jazz, for example, which he talks a lot about. You need to have a pretty extensive knowledge of France. You need to have a pretty extensive knowledge of authors from around the world because he references so many different things and he'll pluck things out of here and pluck things out of there and it's almost like expects you to know who all of these different people are. The book was useful for me because I did get to practice my Spanish and actually having no plot, no underlying theme to really concentrate on meant I could concentrate more on my pronunciation, on understanding some of the words and my own style of reading out loud. So that was helpful but In terms of actually liking the book, nah, it didn't do anything for me. So for the rating, I'm giving it a very low 3 out of 10. Not super great for me, but hopefully for others. Around the Day in 80 Worlds by Julio Cortazar or in Spanish... La Vuelta al Día en Ochenta Mundos. Even though I didn't enjoy this book, I do actually have high hopes for the author and in particular his book Rayuela, which is a lot more structured. I believe that has a plot and a theme. And while it still might be strange and follow the author's randomness, I, I did quite enjoy some of his short stories. So he does have a nice style of prose that I can enjoy. It just has to be in a particular way. So even though I didn't enjoy this one, I do have hopes for some of his other works. So mere mortals, we've come to the end of another book review and I want to thank you for joining me this far. If you'd like to hear more book reviews, hit the follow button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. Or if you want to interact with us, come to our Instagram at mere mortals podcast. Other than that, I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world, Kyron out.